Previously on the One Way Home with Tim O. 1FM 91.3, Good Times, Greatest Hits, John Parr and St. Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion. Talking about motion, there is one guy who's going to be uh, experiencing a lot of motion, hopefully not motion sickness, as he embarks on an epic road trip. Okay, a lot of people talking about you, Jeremy. Wow, London all the way to Singapore, 23 countries. Talk about a road trip. I got to say, bro, this uh, it sounds pretty crazy. Correct. So, you see, the thing is that my family has done a lot of road trips in Malaysia and mm. even up to Thailand. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's becoming kind of repetitive. And we wanted to do something more. So, wow, you just went from, you know, the regular road trip, just going across the causeway, and then boom, instead of like moderately leveling up, you jump straight into a 23-country <laughs> road trip. Well, life is short and the fact that borders have reopen yeah. uh, means that we want to seize the opportunity before who knows something else crops up and our plans to do something great is ported again. Okay, okay. Well, you know, kudos. You know, I think it's a, it's a really gutsy thing you guys are planning. It's uh, it's you and your wife, is it? Uh, we will be going up with uh, 12 other cars hmm. as a convoy. Okay, okay. And uh, we have uh, Automobile Association of Singapore, AAS, to organize this uh, entire trip. All right, so let's uh, let's run through the uh, specifics, lah, okay, of this road trip. One hundred days, a trip across twenty three countries from London to Singapore. You're going to be covering UK, France, Belgium, Germany, Austria, Slovakia, Hungary, Croatia, Bosnia, Montenegro, Albania, Greece, Turkey, Iran, Turkmenistan. There's more: Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, China, Laos, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore. Just hearing you read the list is <laughs> feels tiring. I'm going to ask you, LeBron. Safe not. I mean, some of these countries that, that are in your itinerary, I mean, I'm not too familiar with them. I only know about them based on what I read in the news. And I, I got to ask you, I mean, you know, uh, was there a lot of um, consideration about the, the safety aspects of this trip? I think this is one of the misconceptions we want to dispel. Hmm. A lot of the Central Asian countries yeah. like uh, Iran, uh, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan have been portrayed in the media as not the safest place to travel to and, and people there may not be the most friendly but it is actually quite the contrary and I want to show the world that the people in these places are just like us who are trying to live life with their families and um this trip will prove that boy it truly is epic really a once in a lifetime kind of bucket listing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just hearing you talk about it, Jeremy, um, I can tell you're very passionate about this, but obviously your passion also comes at a huge sacrifice as well. $110,000 in savings uh, you guys are pouring into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's literally a sum that would, it's not an e easy thing for most people. And we saved up quite a number of years for this, hmm. uh, but we feel that it's worth it Yeah, because money we can always earn it back yeah, eventually yeah. however borders may not always be open for us and they, these opportunities like this to have a, a well-organized trip like this will not always surface absolutely yeah. man i can imagine some of the tough conversations you're gonna have with your your kids la. i mean you know over the next <laughs> few months they'll be like papa i'm sure you can buy me a playstation 5 i mean you spent one hundred ten thousand dollars on a road trip you can buy us a video game console <laughs> <laughs> so my, my conversation with my my eldest son is, is going into uni yeah. uh, later this year so 
you know, one of the things would be, are you using my uh, uni fees to, to go on this road trip? And what was the answer? Uh, no, no, we're we are going to make sure that everybody else is well taken care of. So this is what we have uh, set aside as how we want to live our life to the fullest. Fantastic. All right, so let's talk about uh, the planning. I mean, obviously, you guys are packing a lot of stuff, right? Uh, based on what I've read, you guys have cameras, mounts, tripods. Obviously, you even had to bring car spare parts in case, you know, parts of your vehicle break down. You had to consider food as well. What about empty bottles in case you all need to pee halfway on the trip and can't find a toilet? You know, that's where bushes uh, serve its purpose, right? <laughs> SAF has taught us well, you know. Oh, come on. Look, it's easy for the guys, lah. Maybe not quite as uh, convenient for the ladies, right? And you've got quite a few ladies on this trip as well. Yeah, so uh, a couple of uh, the ladies in our group are also seasoned road trippers. Mm. So there's nothing that uh, a huge sarong and going behind the bushes cannot <laughs> solve. <laughs> I assume uh, you boys have got some sort of mechanic experience uh, to be able to conduct, um, you know, some simple repairs on the go, right? Correct, correct. So we are we are all uh, kind of car guys in, in the trip. Uh, yeah. Personally, myself, I love driving so much that I clock. 60,000 a year. And no, I'm, I'm not I'm not a grab driver if anyone's uh, wondering. But you know what? I, I feel like you should you should sign up for grab, right? Just so, right, that while you're in London, right, you can take bookings. Anybody want to grab all the way to Singapore? <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's an idea, right? And cover my cost, right? Yeah, you charge them for the trip all the way from the UK to Singapore. Great idea, too. <laughs> All right, and uh, one final question. Lah. Obviously, coming from a, a radio station, this I have to ask. Okay? You're going to be spending a lot of time in the car. Uh, what's going to be on your road trip playlist? That has to be yours, 1FM, man. if we can get reception. Otherwise, there's always the phone, right? Because we can stream data and make sure you are playing on the airwaves at all times. Fantastic. Good to know. And uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for, for chatting with uh, with me today. Um, you mentioned you're going to be uploading a lot of uh, pictures, footage online so people can follow you on your road trip. Where can we go to? Uh, you can follow me by typing in my Chinese name, which is way long on on Facebook. So this is this is one problem I have with Facebook. I started my Facebook account with my Chinese name and Chinese characters, and I'm I'm trying to <laughs> change it back to English, my English name. But it seems almost impossible. Okay, so really, all the best. Please keep safe. Please keep well, and uh, I can't wait to talk to you when you're back. Thank you, Jim. After a long day at work. <sighs> It's time to wind down and get wise with some wind down wisdom on the one way home. All right, today I got a story for you, okay? Once upon a time, a teacher, okay, wrote a bunch of sums on the blackboard. One plus one equals zero. One plus two equals three. One plus three equals four. One plus four equals five. And one plus five equals six. Now, when he was done, all the students in the class laughed at him and they said, Teacher, you got the wrong answer. You said one plus one equals zero. One plus one is two la. And the teacher smiled and said, Well, I actually wrote the first answer wrong on purpose. You see, I wrote five sums and you only pointed out the one time I got the answer wrong. You didn't even mention the four times I got it right. And I want to teach you a lesson. The world will never appreciate the good you do, even if you do it a million times. But they'll always criticize the one wrong thing that you do. 
So the moral is: don't get discouraged. Always rise above all the laughter and criticism, and stay strong. Wind down wisdom on the one way home. Now, 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 check this. Yeah. yeah, it's time for a rhyme with your Prince of Poems, Tim O. Presenting your Royal Highness, the illustrious blah blah blah, you know, etc. etc. Yeah, hooray! Let's go. There are things in life so bountiful you'll find them everywhere. There are also many other things that are so very rare. Diamonds, pearls, or even gold—you have to steal or beg, because there's just so few of it. It costs an arm and leg. I'd offer up my house, my car, though that's not very wise. Now desperation setting in—you can see it in my eyes. I'm getting oh so anxious as we count the hours and minutes to the Coldplay show in Singapore. Too long, please get me tickets. Demo, wait long, long. The weird word of the week. Yeah, it must be weird. Yeah, weird's a good word. You ready? Yep. Today's weird word is ultra crepidarian. Ultra crepidarian. This is a kind of person. What do you think an ultra crepidarian is? Sounds like my wife, a person that love crab. Okay. Love to eat crab. <laughs> Not crabidarian. Crepidarian. Still her. Like to talk crap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're not too far off. Okay, an ultra crepidarian is someone who likes to talk about something they know nothing about. Hmm, sounds like my wife still. That's why I got no home. Got no home to go to after this. <laughs> ultra crepidarian, your weird word of the week. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who is your daddy? It's lame. It's corny. It's your dad joke. You tell super corny dad jokes. On the one way home. Hey, my self defense instructor gives crazy advice. Huh? What did he say? He said the most effective place to kick a man is at his knees. Huh? Why is that crazy? Because it's nuts. <laughs> One FM, ninety one point three, good times, greatest hits. Irene Cara and fame, and getting quite famous here in Singapore, a restaurant along Tra Street called Revolver. And last week, I was there with the wifey celebrating our wedding anniversary. And not only was I blown away by the food, also blown away by their music selection as well. Okay, pumping out through the speakers, classic rock, just the type of music you expect to hear on Rock Your Way Home. And so uh, I found out that the the playlist. Right, it's put together by their executive chef, Chef Sarab, and so I thought, you know, I need to have a chat with this guy, lah. Invite him onto the show, and maybe have him be our guest director of rock and put together a rock your way home playlist. Okay, and while we've got you on today as well, I'll give you the opportunity to tell our one way homies a little bit about Revolver Restaurant. How would you describe your place? Revolver is a fire based restaurant where I rely upon mainly three cooking equipment. One is tandoor, which is a clay pot oven fired with charcoal. The other one is a big fire pit fired with wood. And the third one is a plancher. So my cuisine revolves around these three cooking equipment. And the thing which comes first at Revolver, I believe, is the flavors. I serve flavors from different, different regions of the country, not confined to one particular region from North, East, West, South. India is huge. And those particular regional cuisines are not showed in normal Indian restaurants, which you go out. 
So my purpose as a chef is to showcase what we really eat at our homes at a different, different region. And that is as per my experiences, I, I love to travel. My two favorite things is travel and music. Oh yes. Well, we're going to be talking about the music in just a little bit, but still on the, uh, on the cuisine, right? Like earlier on, you mentioned, you know, that there's the tandoor there. It's, I got to tell you, I, I felt like I had dinner and a show, you know what I mean? Not only was I eating, but I was also watching how the food was prepared as well. You mentioned the fire pit. And uh, for those who have never been to Revolver, right? Um, your grill master, I suppose, I'll call her Selvi. She did an amazing job. Uh, this fire pit, it looks like a medieval torture device. They're like chains and wheels. <laughs> you know, I thought like, wow, if I misbehave, they're going to take me and they're going to put me onto this fire pit. Um, I don't think I've ever been to an Indian restaurant before that uses this fire pit, at least not out in the open. You know, how, how yeah. did you guys decide to incorporate this in the into the Revolver restaurant concept? Design-wise also, I think it's unique in its own sense. Like, the entire restaurant is designed as a theater. Like the, the stage is us cooking around, cooking using tandoor fire from the grill, plancha, plating the dishes in front, interacting with the guests and all the people around are the spectators. I, I call my team gladiators. <laughs> during the service time when it is like packed that is the best time for us yeah and of course you mentioned that your 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 menu every few months you've got a completely different menu and then once an item is gone it's gone forever it doesn't come back we do it in a very very free manner there is we seek out for ingredients what is available during that season every ingredient we take we come up with like five or six dishes so wow. we make at least somewhere around 80 dishes mm. during the R&D time. Wow. And then you just cut down, cut down, cut down till you are down to like maybe like 10, 12 dishes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and those 10 to 12 dishes guaranteed to knock your socks off. Okay. I got to ask you, Chef Sarp, of all types of music, right, to play in your restaurants while your guests are dining, why did you guys pick classic rock music? Revolver drives on energy, energy of the people, energy of the team member. And I think the music is the main component of that. Mm. And I, I really love classic rock because I think that was the time when the music was was not just made for the heck of it. People used to put in effort. It was made with passion, commitment, and people were really making the music for the right reasons. The way the lyrics connects with you and at the same time, the music, the beats and everything was purely created, not like artificially created on a computer or so, which mm. these days I can see like all the drum beats are from computers. Yeah. Like, like all the different band, band members like assembling together, playing together and then recording and then selling. Very much like your crew, right? Everybody's got a part to play. Everybody yes. comes together and makes something beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think like energy is the main thing and it pumps us up. Then the music, the beats and, and changing again and all of it. It relaxes us at the same time, but it motivates us as well. And for the guests, I, I've seen like in my entire playlist, which has like, 300 plus songs like every guest finds one of his favorite being played out of nowhere and i think it's the, the song your favorite song is best heard when it's played by someone without even you requesting about it yeah it truly is a symphony of the senses i have to say right i mean mo most of the time when people talk about the whole culinary experience you know they always say it's a it's a combination right of of what you see of what you smell of what you taste but a lot of yeah. times people forget another strong sense is what we hear as well, right? So, you know, especially when, when it came to, to uh, sampling some of your dishes that night, there was a, a Wagyu dish, all right? The moment I bit into it, the speakers 
weren't just playing Highway Star from Deep Purple, it was also playing the guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it all just came together, right? I see it, I smell it, I taste it, and I'm hearing one of the most amazing guitar solos at the same time while I'm yeah. chewing, and it was a huge explosion of the senses. Yeah, very well said. Like the, the way you're explaining my food and you are able to like sync it with the music, man. You're a legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say thank you very much, Chef Sar, for joining us tonight. And of course, uh, if you want to sample the amazing things that uh, he and his team come up with over at the Revolver Restaurant, of course, you can make your bookings. The website is revolver.com.sg. And of course, Revolver is located over at 56 Trust Street. Thank you so much, Chef. Thank you, Tim. What day is this? Friday? It is Friday, isn't it? It's a fact. Your Friday fun fact to go. Plenty of interesting customs around the world, and here is one from Denmark. <coughs> Turns out there's a Danish tradition called Kanel Brillup, which literally means cinnamon wedding. And this happens on your 25th birthday, okay? Now, during a Kanel Brillup celebration, if you are still single, your friends and family members will show up and shower you with cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, some stories even involve people getting tied to a lamppost or a tree and then getting bombed with eggs and cinnamon powder. Ugh. And if you think that's bad, if you're still single by the time you're 30, then they replace the cinnamon with pepper. <laughs> and that's your Friday fun fact to go. Let's go. The One Way Home with Tim O. Weekdays, 4 to 8 p.m. on 1FM 91.3.